Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 119, verses 49 through 72. Remember your promise to your servant, for which you made me wait. My comfort during my suffering is this. Your word gives me new life. The arrogant make fun of me to no end, but I haven't deviated from your instruction. When I remember your ancient rules, I'm comforted, Lord, but I'm seized with anger because of the wicked, because of those who abandon your instruction. Your statutes have been my songs of praise wherever I lived as an immigrant. Lord, I remembered your name at nighttime, and I keep your instruction. This has been my practice because I guard your precepts. The Lord is my possession. I promise to do what you have said. I've sought your favor with all my heart. Have mercy on me according to your word. I've considered my ways and turned my feet back to your laws. I hurry to your commandments. I never put it off. Though the wicked have surrounded me with their ropes, I haven't forgotten your instruction. I get up in the middle of the night to give thanks to you because of your righteous rules. I'm a friend to everyone who honors you and to all who keep your precepts. Lord, the world is full of your faithful love. Teach me your statutes. You have treated your servant well, Lord, according to your promise. Teach me knowledge and good judgment, because I've put my trust in your commandments. Before I suffered, I took the wrong way, but now I do what you say. But you are good to me, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant cover me with their lies, but I guard your precepts with all my hearts. Their hearts are unfeeling, like blubber, but I rejoice in your instruction. My suffering was good for me because through it I learned your statutes. The instruction you've given to me is better than thousands of pieces of gold and silver. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 through 17 and 21 through 32. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your hearts with fasting, with weeping and with sorrow. Tear your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, very patient, full of faithful love and ready to forgive. Who knows whether he will have a change of heart and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the horn in Zion, demand a fast, request a special assembly, gather the people, Prepare a holy meeting, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the groom leave his room and the bride her chamber, between the porch and the altar. Let the priests, the ministers, the Lord's ministers, weep. Let them say, have mercy, Lord, on your people, and don't make your inheritance a disgrace, an example of failure among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Don't fear fertile land. Rejoice. And be glad, for the Lord is about to do great things. Don't be afraid, animals of the field, for the meadows of the wilderness will turn green. The tree will bear its fruit. The fig tree and grapevine will give their full yield. Children of Zion, rejoice and be glad in the Lord your God, because he will give you the the early rain as a sign of righteousness. He will pour down abundant rain for you, the early and the late rain, as before. The threshing floors will be full of grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and fresh oil. I will repay you for the years that the cutting locust, the swarming locust, the hopping locust, and the devouring locust have eaten. My great army, which I sent against you, you will eat abundantly and be satisfied. 
and you will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has done wonders for you, and my people will never again be put to shame. You will know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God. No other exists. Never again will my people be put to shame. After that, I will pour out my spirit upon everyone. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will also pour out my spirit on the male and female slaves. I will give signs in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. But everyone who calls on the Lord's name will be saved. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be security as the Lord has promised. And in Jerusalem, the Lord will summon those who survive. Today's New Testament reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 2-16. through 16. Make room in your hearts for us. We didn't do anything wrong to anyone. We didn't ruin anyone. We didn't take advantage of anyone. I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty. I've already said that you are in our hearts so that we die and live together with you. I have every confidence in you. I'm terribly proud of you. I'm filled with encouragement. I'm overwhelmed with happiness while in the middle of our problems. Even after we were arrived in Macedonia, we couldn't rest physically. We were surrounded by problems. There were external conflicts and there were internal fears. However, God comforts people who are discouraged and he comforted us by Titus's arrival. We weren't comforted only by his arrival, but also by the comfort he had received from you. He told us about your desire to see me, how you were sorry, and about your concern for me so that I was even happier. Even though my letter hurt you, I don't regret it. Well, I did regret it just a bit because I see that the letter made you sad, though only for a short time. Now I'm glad, not because you were sad, but because you were made sad enough to change your hearts and lives. You felt godly sadness so that no one was harmed by us in any way. Godly sadness produces a changed heart and life that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but sorrow underneath the influence of the world produces death. Look at what this very experience of godly sadness has produced in you. Such enthusiasm, what a desire to clear yourselves of blame, such indignation, what fear, what purpose, such concern, what justice. In everything, you have shown yourselves to be innocent in the matter. So although I wrote to you, it wasn't for the sake of the one who did wrong or for the sake of the one who was wrong, but to show you your own enthusiasm for us in the sight of God. Because of this, we have been encouraged. And in addition to our encouragement, we were even more pleased at how happy Titus was. His mind has been put at rest by all of you. If I've bragged about you to him in any way, I haven't been embarrassed. Instead, our bragging to Titus has also been proven to be true, just like everything we said to you was true. His devotion to you is growing even more as he remembers how all of you were obedient when you welcomed him with fear and trembling. I'm happy because I can completely depend on you. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 20 through 37. Pharisees asked Jesus when God's kingdom was coming. He replied, God's kingdom isn't coming with signs that are easily noticed. Nor will people say, look, here it is, or there it is, don't you see? God's kingdom is already among you. 
Then Jesus said to the disciples, The time will come when you will long to see one of the days of the human one, and you won't see it. People will say to you, Look there! Or, Look here! Don't leave or go chasing after them. The human one will appear on his day in the same way that a flash of lightning lights up the sky from one end to the other. However, first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the human one. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, in the days of Lot, people were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, and building. But on the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. That's the way it will be on the human, when the human one is revealed. On that day, those on the roof, whose possessions are in the house, shouldn't come down to grab them. Likewise, those in the field shouldn't turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to preserve their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in the same bed. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain. One will be taken and the other left. The disciples asked, Where, Lord? Jesus said, The vultures gather wherever there's a dead body. Let our praise be your welcome. Let our songs be a sign we are here for you. We are here for you. Let your breath come from heaven. Fill our hearts with your life. We are here for you. We are here for you. You, our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. Only you are worthy, God. Let your fire fall down. Let our shout be your anthem, your renown fills the sky, we are here for you, we are here for you, let your word move in power, let what's dead come to life.
welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. Let every heart adore. Let every soul awake. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. To you our hearts are open, nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy, only you are worthy, God. Let your fire fall down. The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes all the way back to Latin Christianity in the 4th century and has been used by Christians in that Western tradition ever since. It is a reflection of the Christian faith in God, Jesus, the Spirit, and our hope in the future and in the church, and is something that we will be repeating together. Let's now state that shared faith together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers.
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the beginning of Psalm 53, reflecting on the fact that the beginning of wisdom truly is fear of the Lord. Fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and do horrible deeds. Not one of them does anything good. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Here For You, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.